Good afternoon, folks. Welcome to the podcast, The Lotus Eaters, for the 13th of November, 2023. He yeah. says, checking the date, because I'm no good with dates. I mean, Callum's like, oh, as if anyone sets the date by the podcast. Callum, I set the date by the podcast. That's how I know what day it is. Anyway, I'm joined by Harry. Can and- none of you look at your phone? Or watch or a calendar and just go, oh, that's what day it is. I it's a think, really easy thing to do. I never think to check. Uh, and Callum Smiles is joining us. And today we're going to be talking about what the media isn't telling you about the Armistice protest. Um, what are you talking about? Oh, how San Francisco actually can be fixed. And uh, Callum, what are you going to be talking about? Uh, women's health and how they're now starting. It looks like they're starting to admit that vaccines are bad. Right. Can't that put, one's not going on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, can't put that on YouTube. <laughs> nope. Um, but right, yeah. So I had to rumble for that one. Yeah. Um, but uh, in the meantime, I think uh, promo code BIRTHDAY is still working. That if, it is. Yeah, right. So if you want to support us, go and sign up. Support us because it was our third birthday. It works last via week. Stripe. So if you're signing right. up, sign up via Stripe. Use right. code BIRTHDAY. Thank you. Right. That's all terrible for three years old. <laughs> I I appreciate that. It's uh, very tiresome. Remarkable wisdom for three years old. Um, but uh, there we go. Promo code birthday. But um, but right, let's get on with it. So there was a march on Saturday at the Cenotaph where I don't really want to mischaracterize them like the British government did, but um, the the working class of England decided to come out and protest and defend what they thought was going to be against a um, potential desecration of the Cenotaph by pro-Palestine protesters. Now, as we covered on Friday, this has happened before, happened in Rochdale. The Cenotaph has previously been desecrated by various other left-wing movements, so not an unreasonable fear. And so uh, certain people decided to say, right, we're going to go out and defend the Cenotaph. And lots of other people like, oh my goodness, it's a trap. And well, yeah, obviously it's a trap, but everything's a trap. So what are we going to do? Do nothing forever? No. And so these guys went out and they shuffled past the Cenotaph, had a nice peaceful two-minute silence, and uh, then basically nothing else happened. Everyone was worried that there was going to be a big Barney between the two sides, and that didn't occur. So of all the the ways that this could have gone, I think this probably went the best. No one died. As far as I can tell, casualty figure for this was zero. Um, a couple well, of people got a bit bloodied, but nothing too bad. Wasn't there a hundred re- arrests? Yeah, of of people. Yeah, but uh, of course there are going to be people arrested on one side mostly. Yeah, but we'll get to that because, of course, if you've been following the mainstream account of this, you'll notice that uh, the the Palestinian side were all peace and love and light, despite being led by an ex Hamas leader who now lives in London. Twenty nineteen, he uh, left Hamas. Moved to London. Do you know how much uh, he's getting from the taxpayer? I that's usually think. the case these things. Oh, he is a council house. Oh, he is living in a council house uh, in London, which can't be cheap. So who knows how much he's getting from the taxpayer. But he is getting your money. And on the other side, you've got patriotic football supporters who don't want to see the nation's monuments desecrated and would like to come out and pay their respects on Armistice Day. You know, the far right, the problem according to the British media. I mean, this is a good uh, good representation of them queuing to see the cenotaph, and you see the police, for some reason, standing around. The police tried to stop them getting to it, didn't they? Yeah, well, we'll get, we'll get to it in a minute. Oh, um, <clears throat> but uh, as Leo points out, these are the far-right hooligans who've been war- warned about, <laughs> noticeably orderly behaviour, and lack of anti-Semitic chanting. Yes, that's definitely something that happened. Um, there were a few scuffles with the police, but like, they always have scuffles with the police. And as I'm given to understand by first-hand reports from our roving reporters, uh, producer John, who went down there, um, there were the, the, the lead figureheads of the march were instrumental in making sure that these guys basically kept their heads, because a lot of them probably do want to have fights with the police, to be honest. Um, and who can blame them? No, I'm joking. Uh, I was just thinking exactly <laughs> that, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hate the Met Police of diversity and inclusion. As much as anyone else. So, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, but there, there is no point in really get, getting arrested just having a scrap with these guys. If all you want to do is have a scrap, it's not really going to change oh, yeah, anything. No, no, and and, yeah. and I, I, I will say, um, that's that's great that there were some leaders who stuck around to make sure that everything was going all right. But I have seen reports, so I've got one right here, that, um, that Tommy, 
led a bunch of people into Chinatown. A, mm. a, a, a scrap started with the police and then sh- strangely, he was able to immediately get a taxi out of there, uh, which is a very strange situation. Very strange. Maybe you'd like to give us an update on why that happened. Uh, well, it, 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 the, it said that he tweeted afterwards saying that uh, if he'd stuck around any longer, he'd have been arrested and he needed, needed to go see his kids. Strange. To be oh, fair, there though, were threats on his house, though, weren't there? I'm pretty sure I've seen something that... Entirely possible. Which, and he yeah. spent a lot longer in Belmarsh than I have, so I can understand why he didn't want to get directly involved in any scraps. But, I mean, it's not mandatory to scrap with the cops, and I would say it's inadvisable. Don't, if you can help it, mm. in my opinion. Um, but either way, it doesn't really change the needle. doesn't really shift the needle either way, in my opinion. Um, this is literally no different to how it was five years ago. This is literally exactly the same media, exactly the same narrative, exactly the same people, only the left has gotten worse, which is what we're going to talk about. Um, because I love how the BBC have characterised this. London protests. Met condemns extreme violence of far right. What extreme violence, exactly? We, we haven't actually seen any extreme violence. I'm going to quote directly from the article. The Met Police have condemned the extreme violence from right-wing protesters who it says set out to confront Saturday's pro-Palestinian march, the one led by the Hamas leader. Nine officers were injured and 145 people arrested, the vast majority, quote-unquote, of whom were counter-protesters. So, yeah, but if one side is being policed and the other isn't, It's not terribly surprising, is it? Police added, while the march itself did not see much physical violence, serious offences relating to anti-Semitic hate crimes were being investigated. Now that makes you think, oh, the Patriots. Actually, there wasn't much physical violence there. So where the extreme violence from right-wing protesters comes from, bit of a mystery, seems to just be thrown in the headline for the sake of it, because actually, the march itself didn't see much physical violence. But also it seems conjoined with the anti-Semitic hate crimes that are being investigated. If you came to me and told me that every single news outlet reporting on this had a template that they were filling out (laughs) where all they needed to do was change the numbers based on the arrest reports of how many people got, then I would not be shocked because every single one of them is going to come out with the exact same narrative as one another at the same time. The only things Mm. that's changed over the past day is, I don't know if you're going to mention it, uh, but we might as well mention it right now, is that Suella Braverman uh, has been, has has been, fired, has been yeah. fired, and there seems to have been a centrist coup uh, of, of the already I, I, I'll let, Con- I'll let Connery t- talk about it tomorrow. He's going to cover up the podcast tomorrow. Do you think, though, with these sort of, like, tabloids, they have... <laughs> tabloids of BBC. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, they have, like, this article written yeah. last week, and they've yeah, got, yeah. almost got some with Parkinson's, just itching mm-hmm. just to, like, click hit send. Like, yeah. Because I, I just love this conjunction. It's like the protest march itself didn't see, uh, did not see such physical violence, right? So extreme violence of the far right in the headline because that's a lie, but in the body of the text, well, there wasn't violence in the march, but there were a bunch of anti-Semitic hate crimes on the day. Mm. Okay, but where were the anti-Semitic hate crimes? Which is what we'll look at in a minute. But um. Uh, just to let me finish, my, my yeah. one brief point was that it seems that this narrative was already being of course, uh, being preordained because they probably knew that Bra- everyone knew that Braverman was on her way out, yeah. and they're using this reporting of the events that happened on Saturday almost as part of the reason why she has mm. been removed from the party, because they're saying Maybe. she was the one who ginned up this xenophobia yeah. and racism and anti-Semitism, despite the fact I think she's married to a Jewish man, yeah, so that they, would be very strange for her to well, do. Well, that's the thing. They, they, they say anti-Semitic hate crimes are being investigated, but they don't deliberately ascribe them to the right-wing march, because, of course, the right-wing march is very pro-Israel, because that's not where the anti-Semitic hate crimes were coming from. But uh, also, sorry, what is far right? Normal. I ask this on on like Twitter. Whenever I see like people using the left, go oh far right. I go, what is that? And they go, usually they go, well, it's, it's racist politics. And my response to that is always Fidel Castro, massive commie, used to execute blacks for fun. Yes. So like racist, and they actually they never actually have a thing as to what far right is, and neither yeah. do all these news outlets. Yeah. It's, a, it's a dividing <clears throat> label that you yeah, throw on your enemies. Yeah, they can never actually explain what far-right is. Yes. Uh, far-right is chanting England till I die at the Cenotaph. 
which doesn't seem very far right to me. It just seems patriotic. But I think that's what far right actually means. People, Are they going to arrest everyone at Wembley at the next England game? <laughs> quite possibly. But uh, Constantine summarises it. So you can chant, rise up, army of Muhammad or jihad or from the river to the sea. And you can rip down posters of kidnapped kids. That's all fine. But chanting England till I die or praying silently outside an abortion clinic, that actually gets you arrested. Mm. Um, and so we'll, we'll take a look at uh, Sanjita here of from Israel. LBC, who has some thoughts about the, yes, yes, I know, I know. <laughs> I, uh, That's what you paid for, boy. Yeah. I don't like her <laughs> I either. I suppose so, yeah. But her You've framing is what's important here. That's the thing. She emboldened racists emboldened to racists. come out yep. onto the streets of London. Rabble, rabble, rabble in the background. Show mm -hmm. their faces. Racists have faces. To wreck Armistice Day. <laughs> So, I'm telling you now, you couldn't find five poppies between those thugs. These are people who claim that they are friends of Israel because they're Islamophobic. <coughs> and yet these are the people that were inspired by Hitler. These are the people <laughs> who say that they want to honour the war dead not just from the First World War, but the Second World War, where those who were killed died fighting the Nazis. Crazy, eh? So the... the, the, the there wasn't a single coherent thought in no. that. It's like she was an AI being fed lies. However, she leant forwards, yeah. she spoke slowly, she, she had looked look directly in the camera, and, and therefore everything she said was right. <laughs> she, she saw English people being pro-England and Britain oh, and was thugs. like, yeah, exactly. I've got to deal with these thugs, right? So, but as you say, they, they were, in, I mean, and this is her words. So let's just get the uh, inspired friends of Israel who are actually inspired by Hitler. I mean, not an entirely sensible person, but also a bold strategy because we'll, we'll just count the number of swastikas on either side, shall we? Because how many, how many swastikas do you think the friends of Israel were flying on that day? Uh, not that many, actually. Um, how many swastikas do you think the anti-Israel side were flying? Ooh. The answer is more than one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we got, got uh, this. Uh, this is a collection of just people saying we are all Hamas and we'll find some Jews and things like that. Not all of these are actually on this day, I think. But uh, th there's an are. innumerable clips you can find of these e people. Exactly. These so things. this is the general milieu, and uh, you've got a lady here being like. Do you really think that Hamas should be classed a terrorist group? And she's like, no, they're freedom fighters, blah, blah, blah. And then, so if we go to the day, you get, you get yes. like chaps the like Zionists, this. If the West feels so sorry for the Israeli Zionists, why don't they give a place in Germany? Why don't they go to Hitler's back garden and make occupation there? Then they will know what kind of people these are. Why every so many hundred years, the Zionists get slaughtered? Because Hitler knew how to deal with these people. They probably made a program so they can create a, a state of Israel. Right, so just a little bit of overt Hitler endorsement from the pro-Palestine side. The funny thing is, right, that's my old cameraman doing it. And, I, it. and I know exactly at that point, in his head, he went, you're on YouTube, yeah, exactly. This is gold. <laughs> this, is, this is the clip. 3.2 million views. This is yeah. the clip. But I mean, like... I thought you were about to say, like, this guy was your old delivery driver <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, okay, so just, you know, Sanjita, the, pro, the friends of Israel, inspired by Hitler, obviously. The pro-Palestine guys who were like, Hitler knew how to deal with the Jews. Good guys, I guess. I mean, even the Met are like, okay, yeah, we kind of have to. Oh my God, they're actually investigating. Well, that's, the, th that's the thing. 3.2 million views later of this guy literally being like, Hitler knew what to do with the Jews. Uh, they're like, okay, yeah, I think we might have to arrest him. Actually, if anyone knows who he was, we kind of arrest. Know. I, I, They'll arrest him and it'll end up becoming a job interview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quite, quite He'll be possibly. head of diversity right. by the end of the week. Right, yeah. I don't think, uh, as much as the Met Police are trying to dispel the claims, I don't think one minor investigation investigation is going to convince anybody it's not two-tiered system. Well, obviously. Obviously, that's the point. You know, like, these people weren't being policed. No, of course. The not. football lads who just wanted to walk peacefully past the cenotaph got into a fight with the cops. How did that happen? Like, what? There's no one else there. It's just them and the police. And the police are like, right, okay, well, I guess we're going to have to interrupt them now. 
Let them walk past. But here's, uh, here's another one. Killers! Get all the Jews! The irony, death, shouting death. killers yeah. and then death to, death all, the to all the Jews. But Sanjisha, I just want you to remember who the uh, pro-Hitler guys are. It's the friends of Israel who are the pro-Hitler guys. Just, you know, let, let's make sure that's perfectly clear. Where, where was it that the pro-Palestine guys actually marched through? Um, not Palestine. Yeah. Well, obviously not Palestine. <laughs> no, no, it, it was a, a different route. I can't remember which one it was. Now, but they didn't go past the center, which is wise. Um, but, uh, but yeah, then you got signs like this. Only Putin has the final solution for English C-words. What does that mean? But why, why are the pro-Palestine guys so often on the final solution bandwagon? And also, like... <laughs> what does Putin have to do? Yeah, you like, know? I don't know. I I know the, the most I know is I think Putin's thrown out a few anti-Israel statements recently, calling them an imperialist power, but I don't know what he's doing in England. <laughs> but I don't know why he's the guy who's, gonna deal, who's got a final solution for us either. So like he's not the only guy with nukes, so it can't be that. Like, what? I don't know. But the point is, they're on board with final solutions, because this is just apparently a perennial feature of the pro-Palestine march. Um, this is classic, absolutely classic. Uh, I'll play this from the beginning, because this is just hilarious. As you can see from the description, police confiscate a sign with a Nazi swastika on it as the protester takes it back. The officer is reluctant to let me film the sign. Hmm, very interesting. Yeah, but that's when you can easily find it doesn't matter, it's about your portraying it. Okay, do you, do you mind just going with... Um, I'm going to put it down for the moment to stop giving it on their angle. Um, <laughs> do you mind? What happened? Keep moving, guys! Please keep moving! No, 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 you can't have it. You can take that picture off if you like. You have to give me the ball. Stop it, stop. Okay. Why can't I you can't film it at the moment. I'm trying to put it to the side. It's and you're grabbing it off. It's got a swastika on it. It might be worth filming. I despise the police. Like, right. <laughs> you <laughs> see the two-tier policing. If that was Tommy's lot with a bloody swastika oh, on yeah, their side. obviously. It's not, oh, we're just going to put that to the side because the optics will look bad for the media, for the fo the press photos. They'd be absolutely well, getting billy clubbed. Well, part, part of the police's duty in all this, their job on the day was to, like you say, basically manage photo ops for yep. the media outlets and make sure that you, you got as much violent footage of the pro-Israel, uh, pro pro-Senataf, pro-British guys as possible so that people like Sanjita can turn around and say, look, this is all to do with Suella <coughs> Braverman and we need to get her out so we can get good old David Cameron back yeah. in charge. <laughs> look at the Nazi sympathizers on the pro-Israel side. Yeah. And to prevent yeah. as much of this from being photographed yeah. by independent journalists as possible. Yeah. That's what it was. But it's, it's absolutely transparent, crystal clear, that you, you could not get a more obvious demonstration that there are Actually, if this is something that they care about, a lot of Hitler sympathizers mm. on the left side. And you're right, it's transparent, but it's not transphobic, and that's what's important. <laughs> well, that's true, that's true. <laughs> uh, but anyway, like actually hiding the swastikas, actually like people yelling death to Jews, Hitler was right. This all came from the pro-Palestine side. It didn't come from Tommy's guys, right? But uh, And then you've just got like massive amounts of racism like this. You're either on the white side of history or the right side of history. Don't make us choose. <laughs> I know a fair few white people that went to like the Palestine march. Oh, yeah. um, and I'm, I, surely you'd look at that. Like, you know, I kind of dislike both sides, really. But like, <laughs> you look at that and you think, surely you'd be there and go, hmm, I'm starting to think I, I, I shouldn't be uh, supporting. I'm starting to think that you? when this is characterized as a hate march, maybe there's something to it. There does seem to be a quite a lot of hate coming from their side. Now, I'm not saying the other side isn't a hate march. I'm just saying I saw a lot less death to all yeah. Jews. Hitler was right. Actually, everyone who's not us is wrong. And more, we'd dislike it if you didn't des desecrate the cenotaph. But the irony of this as well is like, so you got that. And then if you look underneath, there's a sign that says different types of love. <laughs> what? Like love and hate? I mean, uh, <laughs> I dread to think who these people are in there coalition be, with. They, I was going to say, different types of love, there should be another one of this where they've got two hands holding in the, and it's like, this is what the establishment fears. One of those ones. Yeah. So, Just send out so many mixed signals and confuse everybody. Yeah. Also, did they, did they do a turkey flag that was in blue? Like, uh, I, don't, very, I don't know. They're not very smart. These, I, that's I, the no, turkey no, flag, no, isn't it, in the top I, right it one? It might be someone else's. I'm not sure. But I, you know, I, like, is, is that Syria and Gazan flag? I'm not sure. 
But like, who who the hell are they anyway? But anyway, so I think that was a Namibia one, wasn't it? <laughs> quite possibly. Left, yeah. I don't know. Like, what's, what they got to do it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but then you've got uh, this lovely lady who's got the coconut uh, f- sign <laughs> calling uh, Rishi Sunak and Sweller Braverman coconuts because they're brown on the outside and white on the inside. I've got time for that too. That's quite funny. Well, it, I, I'm not saying it's not funny. I'm saying, that as the Met Police have got to admit, yeah, okay, that is a racist sign. Okay, we have to investigate that too because, as you can see, 15 million views. Lots of people saw this and were like, yeah, okay, that's kind of racist. I'd take it as a compliment, but... Uh, maybe, but... Um... <laughs> the crazy thing is, right, the, the police are now, oh, yes, we're going to have to investigate these people that have had a, a nasty sign or said yeah. something a bit awful. But, you know... <laughs> something a bit awful, death to all Jews. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hitler was right. Yeah, but, like, a bit awful. but, like, you know, when it comes to, you know, going back to the whole Tommy stuff, when it mm. comes to the molesting of children... Oh, well, we'll uh, ignore that. Sorry, it's a there. Sorry. <laughs> there we go. I podged something by accident. Um, but yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how they'll, you know, just because of all the uh, pressure on the media, of just yeah. so many people will look at these. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, somebody said something or, or held up a sign. We're going to have to investigate. When it comes to actual crime, you know, like yeah. children being mm-hmm. molested. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll turn a blind eye to that. That's, we don't want to offend anyone. Yeah. And I just want like, r- r- offenses relating to anti-Semitic hate crimes we investigate. Just be clear, it's not from the Patriots that that's coming. I just want to be crystal clear about this. And this, as you say, uh, Harry, the media narrative is, of course, set in advance. And so it is actually, I think, to our benefit to be able to lay this out and to lay out, and it could not be more crystal clear. Mm. Uh, you literally have swastikas, Hitler was right, death to all Jews coming from the pro-Palestine movement, and then you literally have, don't desecrate the cenotaph, you failed your country, England till I die, coming from the other side. So I actually don't think this is terrible optics. And so Channel 4 are the best example of this. They tweeted this out. Now, I had to get an archive of this because they deleted it. But after being branded hate marchers by the Home Secretary, a massive pro-Palestine protest passed off peacefully with hundreds of thousands in attendance. The only scuffles on the day involved far-right protesters who clashed with the police. Do we think that's true? Um, I want to say yes, only because <laughs> only because the police only wanted to be amongst the far right. That is true. <laughs> and uh, this is the link, the article they link to, so you can see it's basically saying the same thing. The vast majority of arrests were from far-right counter-protesters. Oh, right, vast majority, and that's different. So it's not entirely peaceful, and we can just uh, move on a bit. So you've got Michael Gove being attacked by the pro-Palestine people. Oh, finally, something we can all agree on. Yeah, I know, right? On, on one side... <laughs> Something's like, bring us all together. I don't like Michael Gove, but <laughs> on the other side, is it really right that the pro-Palestine guys are allowed to uh, physically threaten a British politician, a prominent British politician? I mean, do we remember the murder of Sir David Arnes by people who these people would be on the same sort of side? I do, I like, I'm sorry, but like, this is not acceptable in any way, shape, or form, is it? Right, not one mention, not one mention. This is the, these aren't. This isn't what the headlines are focusing on. Go got chased twice by these people, twice in the same in the day. same day. Yeah, right. But then, of course, you have the pro-Palestine protesters not being policed at all, but firing uh, fireworks just randomly up and down roads. Could set fires, could injure people. Doesn't matter to them. The pro the pro patriot side is peacefully trying to march past the cenotaph. These guys aren't. In the end, the police were like, okay, we actually kind of have to intervene. And so 150 of them <laughs> oh, were kettled. We yeah, no, that's literally it, right? 150 of them had to be kettled and disarmed. <laughs> they had to search them all for them to call their fires. And it's just like, okay, but nothing from the media, right? A couple of small scuffles because the police weren't letting them near the cenotaph, even though they did then let them by the cenotaph. Reports of extreme violence from the the pro-patriot side, crickets on the actual Hitler worship, the death to all Jews, the swastikas, and the actual violence that the police themselves had to admit that they had broken up from the pro-Palestine side. Right? It's crystal clear that they are absolute liars at this point. I bet they hated tweeting that, didn't they? I bet they did. I bet they're just like, God, well, we can't, we can't, not right everyone sees that we've done this and here's a bunch of them getting arrested after clashing with the police i mean you know no no, no to- totally peaceful protest bro totally peaceful nothing had to go on i mean look at the headscarves like which side oh, am i girl. looking at what's going on oh 
<laughs> like, sorry. That's a white girl with a tea towel on her head. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, the coalition is made up of a bunch of immigrants, a bunch <laughs> of uh, leftist white people, and then a bunch of like anti-Israel Jews, basically. That or she's rehearsing for the nativity. <laughs> no, no, no. She's definitely, definitely on their side. <laughs> Uh, and then you've got just pro-Palestine guys just attacking random people who they assume, I suppose, are on the other side with a uh, piece of wood. Good stuff. Totally normal. Yep. Definitely no not, worth, there. not worth reporting on. No point policing any of that, is there? Anyway, moving on. In Trafalgar Square. Obviously, I bet Nelson's thrilled. Looking down, this is the Britain I fought for. Disgraceful. Because you've got the riot squad right next to it as the Clashes going on. Look, they're just standing there. Well, look at that smug face on one of the police. Look, they're just kind of smiling. Why aren't you breaking that up? I mean, to well, say... They're, they're, waiting, they're waiting for the photographers to get done yeah, first. To, to say that it's two-tier policing is just to be vapid about it at this point. Like, I've, I, the police do do that as well, Sam, but it was when I first got into journalism. I was at one of the anti-lockdown marches, and uh, I was kind of just stood... Um, kind of slightly away from this group at Hyde Park at the end and it kind of started to disperse it's like it's more like you know the real pe freedom fire people who really do hate lockdowns mm -hmm. left and the police literally encircled it yeah and I was like I feel like they're about to do something for a photo op and they ran in some of them like holding like the camera thing they got their like had a bit of a scrap with the protesters left and then literally <laughs> went and I was saying to friends like this social they, media police yeah yeah they put yeah. and then the, the following day in the headlines it was literally zoomed in like the pictures they took where yeah. you'd have like a couple like that and someone like that yeah I'm like but actually the real story is they ran in yeah. with clubs had a scrap and left well, that, they that, started it that's why I think doing this sort of thing is an important exercise just to continually remind you that they're liars they they hate you and they're going to side with your enemies every single time. And you pay for it. And you pay for the privilege. <laughs> yes, you pay for the privilege. Right. And uh, there are some really funny things, like um, Palestinian protesters bro breaking into Pret-a-Manger and berating people for drinking coffee. Is a good thing. Yeah, me too. All right, because me too. we've heard it so many times yeah. from the liberal elites in this country. Well, if we don't have all of these migrants, who's going to serve me Pret? That has been the argument used. So the only way to dissuade them is if the Prets are no longer safe. Yeah. But the best thing is, listen to that. My first thought was, um, have you seen Four Lions? Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. yeah, we're gonna go blow, blow boots because it gives those free condoms, mate. When I have sex with them white girls, I mean, he, he, <laughs> that's just a modern day that he literally <laughs> began it with McDonald's as supporting genocide. So, I, I you know, I mean, I McDonald's don't, is actually castle. playing every side, yeah, 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 exactly. But I don't want to defend McDonald's, but I actually don't think they support genocide, neither do I think Pratt does, uh, although they do support the middle class. Which means isn't I McDonald's hate... airlifting like McNuggets into every no side idea. of this conflict? Well, no, right now, now that... <laughs> Now that Tony Blair's in charge of Gaza, they're going to get their share of McDonald's. Um, <laughs> Thank God. The, another funny thing, and this this just cracked me up. Uh, for some reason, one of them was scaling the drainpipe of the Irish embassy while the cha while people cr chanted Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. What, what is the plan? We're going to break into the Irish embassy. And we're gonna take save <laughs> Palestine. Like it's the Irish embassy that the Irish are the ones responsible for the invasion of Gaza. Like if we finally take the Irish diplomats hostage, the war will end. What is? The, what are you doing? Netanyahu, let my people go, yeah, exactly. or else. Yeah, exactly. And like we're pro Gaza, you morons. And they're like, despite the fact they tend to hate the English, the yeah. Irish are very neutral on most of the world's conflicts. They they don't get involved. <laughs> They're hardly the octopus who's got their tentacles yeah. involved in everything, are they? But um, but then we'll end it there because, of course, there was just general amounts of hate. I mean, these 
two British, older British people were walking along with like a poppy or whatever on their on their lapels. The pro Palestine oh, saw them and was like, "Ah, we hate you." And it's like, but what have they got to do with Israel's invasion of Gaza? Actually, like it's Remembrance Day, it's Armistice Day, it's Remembrance Sunday tomorrow. They want to come and pay their respects to the war dead. Not really much to do with Israel invading Gaza, actually. And I bet if you were to ask a bunch of the people who are walking past the Sentaf, do you think there should be a ceasefire in Gaza? They'd be like, yeah. I don't care. Why? I just don't want you ruining our stuff. But anyway, I'll leave that there. It's just um, the media narrative is obvious lie, and they're lying to you as they do every single day. I do think that everyone watching this, especially watching these clips, if you haven't taken up a combat sport, you should. Like you, you, you. I mean, for self defense, yeah, yeah, learn yeah, to defend yeah. yourselves. Because, yeah. like, imagine, imagine if you are in literally, if you are at Victoria Station and yeah. you're a white guy, and, and some people go, "Oh, there they are, get yeah. them." Well, that's what's happened here. That's literally yeah. what's happened. The police had to come in and be like, uh, "You guys are causing trouble, so you have to leave." And it's like, oh, "Really, we're the ones causing trouble, are we?" But th- just remember, this is the country you live in now. Take I'm up saying. boxing or Krav Maga just for a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? The Hitler sympathizers adopt Krav Maga, <laughs> wave their Israel flags, and don't chant death to Jews with a swastika on their board. Anyway, so let's move on. So I think that it turns out that we can fix things. I don't believe you. We can, in fact, There's fix no things. No, Nowhere no, on earth that we have an example of this. Absolutely. Are we building an ark and turning the taps on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, no, as much as maybe one day. Then maybe we cannot fix it. That's no. plan B. Yeah. <laughs> when it gets it, when it gets too far and when uh, Democrats in America need to have a good show for uh, diplomats from other countries, oh, really? then we can fix things because it turns out the asshole of west of the west coast of America, what San Francisco? San Francisco, oh. yes. Um, How did I know? Can actually be fixed. Very briefly, can be cleaned up and the homeless cleared off of the streets, and it actually turned into a relatively nice city for about two to three weeks, possibly, so that we can roll out the red carpet for Xi Jinping. That's fascinating, because that implies that we could do that every single day. Mm. Well, funny, we we did do that. um, Down in Cornwall, they literally moved a load of migrants out for the holiday season this summer to get... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, literally moved them out for the summer to get that holiday income. Where did they go? Who cares? <laughs> I mean, I think I think who cares is the appropriate answer to that. Well, I mean, why can't the they stay there all year round, wherever they went? You know, that's a good question. But this raises a lot of uh, implications. Where it's like, okay, so you can get rid of the disgusting druggy homeless mm-hmm. when Xi Jinping comes to visit. It's a weird person to want to. Honor. Yes, but why then do you make us live with them every other day of the year? Oh, shut up, peasant. It's almost, yeah, well, that's the point. It's almost like it's a deliberate punishment that's being inflicted on everyone. Well, yes, but also I think, I think with California is an insane state run by insane evil psychopaths. You don't need to sell it to me. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's run by Gavin Newsom. So <laughs> yeah, visit I, California. <laughs> I, I legitimately think that a part of them does think that it's more um, kind to give drug addicts more of the drugs that they're yeah. killing themselves with. I think it, they think that it's more kind for them to supply homeless tents to all of them so they can sleep in the streets and do their drugs in public mm. and literally S in the streets, literally crap in the streets. It's more kind to let them do that in their own minds mm. than it would be to say, enforce some damn rules on them, say, you can't do that, and if you do that, we're going to put you in prison or put them in some kind of not to not to endorse the Taliban or anything, but to clear them off of the streets yeah, and forcibly put them, them into rehab, yeah. Yeah. like Talib- like the Taliban did in Afghanistan, because they are so terrified of being authoritarian in that way. Obviously, more than happy to be but the point, ridiculously authoritarian in other ways. But they're happy to do it as soon as a Chinese dignitary arrives. And, I mean, Gavin Newsom did recently visit China as well. So there's an interesting crossover. But like in every other day of the year, they're, they're happy for that to be inflicted on you. No, you've got to dodge human feces and needles, mm-hmm. and your children when going to school, you have to dodge, you know, wild crack addicts. But not Xi Jinping. He's too good for that. Obviously. Well, it's the president, isn't it? Like, <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. It's got to look good for the, exactly. for the US president. Yeah, yeah. Literally, it's the president. But it's especially remarkable because it happened in San Francisco, because San Francisco yeah. is ground zero yeah. for all of this. It is the desolate wasteland of the modern world. 
But even San Francisco can be turned around in a matter of weeks. Just literally like that. They so, just have to have the will. So I, yeah, it's the political will. So I so guess can we get Xi Ping to visit Tao Hamlets? Yeah, can he come and visit us? <laughs> yeah, actually, Xi, if you want to bring the cleanup crew with you, <laughs> no, no, we'll do it for you. Just you know, let's yeah. give him a complete tour of you know, London. Burning, we'll, we'll take Burning's you to McDonald's and pray. You know. Time of year. <laughs> <laughs> Go get you a coffee. So I'll get into the specifics yeah. in a moment. First, we've got lots of excellent videos on the website and articles and all sorts that you can get with the um, with the membership, the subscription, five pounds per month. At the moment, we're mm -hmm. still running the discount of uh, thirty three percent off for your first three months if you use Stripe to sign up and enter in code birthday for our third birthday. And we will have an extra surprise for those people who are already subscribed. Uh, later on this week, it's just not quite ready yet. Yes, but some of the stuff that we've been putting Sorry. out recently, like for our birthday, we did a special birthday Q&A on Lads Hour last week, which was quite fun. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was great. And lots of people got to ask us questions, and, and uh, we got to answer questions, and I got compared to many different uh, beasts and uh, Bigfoot You are getting things. a bit out of control at this point. <laughs> like I'm beginning to look like a, a homeless philosopher. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. a philosophy professor of some kind. Somewhat, yeah. I'll, I'll need to get the elbow patches soon. Then it'll complete the look. But that was a really fun one. So sign up to the website and you can watch that amongst all the other things that we've got. So with San Francisco, we've Callum and I in particular have covered it quite a bit. Callum was the one who told me about this spectacular map. So can, can, this is a map of San Francisco. Yes. Is that all the shits on the street? Yes. <laughs> yes, this is actually it. There is a map. Oh, is it really? Yes. Oh, I was joking. <laughs> In San Francisco, they have an app where you can report incidences of human feces on the streets. And it goes to and this that, map and uh, And, and that gives out. you a database of... <laughs> I was actually there's, joking. I, I think there's two of these. There's the human wasteland map, which is similar to this one, and this is a different. Just a state I wanted map, to isn't see. It? I wanted to get an update on what it looks like at the moment because I imagine it's nowhere near as packed as that <laughs> at the moment, or it's all localized to well, one yeah. like ghetto. Yeah, that's a great the point. Crap ghetto yeah, yeah, yeah. that the, all of the homeless have been corralled the, into, the, probably. The main streets with the beautiful buildings have probably all been cleared. Yeah. I bet. Yeah, there'd be like just this, this conspicuous absence. Down a few nice streets. But sadly, I think unless you get the app, you have to log into a website. And I wasn't going to give them my login no, no, details no. just so that I could take a look at this. But I imagine it's much clearer. There was also, we went through, there's the reports that you can find online, the San Francisco reports of uh, disturbances in the streets. And yeah. half of them were just somebody reporting feces. You would go to a particular corner of the city in the morning. They would say, oh, there's some, someone's laid one here. <laughs> someone would come along and clean it up and then that same person coming back from work would pass by and go now there's another one yep it's an endless cycle it's an yep. endless problem an endless stream of L literally a herculean task of emptying the or was it the stables yeah and this is this is acceptable this is what san francisco was to the point where people decided to try and throw a, a tour of it for tourists coming through the city what's san francisco most known for now well that that's yeah. in the background there. And I don't think it ended up going ahead, that tour that I told you about. Oh, really? Sadly, I don't think it did. Probably the police... Too dangerous, was it? <laughs> Probably, to be <laughs> yeah, honest. I'm joking. I'm Do you joking. want to be walking past no. loads of homeless camps with people shooting up heroin? And yeah, loads of needles around and God only knows what Who else. knows what you're going to step in? Yeah, no. Drugs, well, brown, shit. Needles... <laughs> Well, yeah, we know that. We know you might step in. Well, I'd be worried about getting AIDS after going to, you know, tetanus. It or might be floating in the air. You don't know. To be honest, this is probably an incredible environment for all new and dangerous types of viruses and diseases to oh, emerge. Oh no, there was um, there was a reemergence of polio. So, yeah, no, no, it was something. No, it was a. a oh, it was. Typhus. Uh, yeah, something like typhoid fever or something like that. Some, something that yeah. I imagine is transmitted no, by no, people uh, drinking unclean water. And ironically, there was a reemergence of like, you know, medieval diseases that have been wiped out by modern <laughs> the, sanitation. The Black plague is back. No, I think it might be. Hey, you can't plague. call them that. I think it might be. <laughs> let me, let me, I haven't got my thing, but I'm going to look at this. Carry on. I'm, oh, I'm it's gonna, not cholera. I'm, is it cholera? No, no, no. I'm going to check. I, uh, sorry, you carry no, on. No, no, I'm no. no that's absolutely fine. So, what changed? What changed was the fact that there is a large international meeting going on, a large conference going on in San Francisco, 
over the next few weeks. It's called APEC. You've probably heard of it. It's the Asia Pacific Economic Corpor- Cooperation Summit that's going on in San Francisco. It was in the, the Bay plague. Area. It was literally the plague. <laughs> 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 oh, that's incredible. Uh, <laughs> Hey, that's, to be fair, there's lots. There's no economic opportunity really in San Francisco right now, unless you're working for a big tech company. In which point, unless you're a cleaner, they, yeah, they tell you they tell you don't come in, don't come in to work. You're gonna pass by all of these. But I tell you what, if you got a wheelbarrow, started collecting bodies from the streets, yeah. like in the old plague times, I bet you could make a pi- uh, make a killing. California sees reemergence of medieval diseases. Right. When this cooking, right? God. So typhus, typhoid fever, and the plague. Incredible. Leprosy coming next, I imagine. (laughs) But if you live like you're a medieval slum, then what do you expect? You get medieval slum conditions. So, yeah, um, the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit was taking place, what is taking place in San Francisco. It's called APEC. um, And it's going to involve teams of officials from Beijing and Washington. Biden's going to be there personally. Xi Jinping is going to be there personally. They're trying to organize some cooperation between the countries, because I don't think they've spoken personally and directly since last November. So it's been a year. There have been a number of sanctions been going on. Xi Jinping has been very annoyed about eastward expansion of NATO into potentially Asian territories. They've been speaking, there's been deals been going on in Japan to try and secure NATO involvement over in that part of the world, because they're worried about, probably about BRICS, like you've Mm -hmm. covered, and they're worried about China's involvement in lots of other geopolitical concerns. I think the Chinese are supporting Gaza, possibly in the... Uh, sure, the Chinese really care about Gaza. Yeah, it's anything to hurt America. 10% for the really, big isn't guy. It? Yeah, yeah they, there you go. So, so they're always really wanting to try and... Sh- they're trying to shore up communications and basically put off more geopolitical conflict in the time being. And Biden and San Francisco and Gavin Newsom probably all got together and went, San Francisco's not presentable. Why are we throwing it in San Francisco? We're going to have to really clear the place up. So, um, yeah, here's here's the issues. Global issues from Israel-Hamas, Russia invasion of uh, Ukraine, North Korea's ties with Russia, Taiwan, the Indo-Pacific human rights, fentanyl, because, of course, I think China is still where all of that... China's like, deliveries are late. I don't know what we can do. (laughs) Sorry, Biden. Hunter's going to have to wait for a few (laughs) more weeks. Um, AI, as well as fair trade and economic relations. Yeah. And that was according to the senior Biden administrations. I can only imagine talks will probably engage, be you know Biden falling asleep in the corner while AIDS well, yeah. handlers yeah. Tell, do it for him. Either that or Xi Jinping bullies him. One um, of the listed side effects of fentanyl should be may cause shitting on the streets of San Francisco. <laughs> probably. That's where most of them are going to end up. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, then there was reports of uh, the businesses are encouraging the APEC attendees to explore the city. The city's going to shine, says San Francisco Mayor London Breed. That's a weird name. It is a very weird name, but it's San Francisco. So but why, can't, why can't you do this every day? Yeah. Why, why can't it just be every day? No, the global elite are coming, therefore we're going to clear out the scum and the underclass. We're going to literally hose down the streets, erase the evidence of the disgusting nature of the city. Until they're gone, and then it's back to normal, and you get to live in the asshole that is San Francisco. Yeah, so Fox did a report where they basically went, my God. Yeah, I can see it. It's clean. <laughs> Look at this. Not a single tent in the background. Yeah. Nobody is taking, popping a squat right then and there. Normally, <laughs> Nobody's shooting up. Nobody's causing trouble. I imagine it is quite difficult, actually, to get a photograph of San Francisco where there isn't some kind of uh, like gay homeless sex going on in yeah. the background where people aren't <laughs> defecating <laughs> right then and there. But look, they've brought out the industrial cleaners. <laughs> To clean the place up, people in hazmat suits. Oh God, this is how bad it is. We're not going to be out here just in our normal clothes cleaning up. They could do this any time. So the the New York Post told uh, said sources have told them that homeless are being herded out to other areas of the city because these people are basically drug-addled cattle. Yes. They are the drug-addled cattle class for the leaders, the elites of San Francisco and California. The sources don't. Palestinian crosswalk. I thought that. The colour scheme seems to be Palestine, but <laughs> it might be because they, they're at the same time as APEC coming in. Of course, because San Francisco is still San Francisco at the end of the day. There are massive protests going on about APEC. How could they do this to our city? How could they clean up our city? There was so much character on these streets. 
<laughs> I mean, that is definitely a true statement. Yeah, running up and trying to be like, oh, we need to talk about, but why, how can you talk about fair trade and relations with China when we've got mm. Palestine to worry about, all of that? So I wouldn't be surprised if the crosswalks being painted in that color are to say, see, we care. Maybe. We care. Maybe protest next week after she's gone. Yep. Maybe hold off a bit. But uh, they started clearing out the tents earlier this week, and there's definitely a lot more police presence. Once again, it turns out... We can out, have law and order and cleanliness it, if we want. We just once don't again, want. Yeah, that's the thing. It shows that, okay, we could do this, but yeah. we don't want to. We literally what, do it like that. And why don't they want to? Well, probably because of the fact they hate you. We've got industrial street cleaning machines. We're just not going to use them. <laughs> if I was um, like lived in San Francisco, I'd get together with a load of friends and do like a sweepstake of which street will get the first shit once once a peck have gone. Yeah, the, the person, the source said they've cleared out the tents that were near the Moscow Centre on Howard Street, which tells me the city had the capability to do this all along. Yes. But what we need is a permanent solution, which is a rather ominous way of putting it. But yeah, you do. Permanent, final. Re re regular cleaning duty might just be good enough. Don't hand out easy access drugs to all of the homeless people in the streets. Don't allow them to just live in the very center of the city where people used to go shopping. Don't right. encourage and subsidize this. Yeah. Can you two far-right extremists just stop talking? Well, I'm pro the far-right extremism <laughs> of the San Francisco City Council. Yeah, and, and this gives a good rundown of um, what's been going on. So on the streets, uh, Palominos, 47, said that she's seen traumatic acts of violence like shootings and stabbings in the street. She's addicted to crystal meth and she's been clean for five days and she said that she'd seen a lot of her homeless friends asked by the same police officer to move multiple times. <sighs> Far-right extremists out in San Francisco. <laughs> Could you please move? How so dare you? Clean for five days. I was though. just thinking yeah, that. Really? Like, uh, I'm clean for five days. I, well, th this is the thing. This is the perfect example of the kind of people that you get in San Francisco because yeah. they have encouraged it. They've allowed... Yeah. The, like San Francisco is basically a sanctuary city for drug addicts of all of America. They know that it's a place where, okay, I'm living in, say, Omaha, mm. and, I, and I'm addicted to fentanyl, and I need to stay addicted to fentanyl because I really want to be addicted to my drugs. Where can I go where people won't judge me and the <laughs> state will actively subsidize me? Portland? What do you mean I can't Portland? shit on the street? <laughs> yeah. there, there you go. Like I think um, Michael, what's, what's his name? Uh, Schellenberger, hmm. Michael Schellenberger has spoken about this a number of times that they get loads of people migrating to San yeah, Francisco yeah, yeah. purely because they know that they will be supported in their drug addiction. So San Francisco is kind of operating a, a strange soft euthanasia regime. It's kind of mecca for it. Yeah. We've, got, we've all got to converge and... Well, you know, we, we're not offering Canadian healthcare quite yet, but if you do <laughs> want to kill yourself aided and bettered by the state, yeah. San, San Francisco has been the place to go. Sorry, you're too old to be aborted, but we can <laughs> give you. <laughs> How would you like these Chinese drugs instead? Uh, Jennifer Freidenbach, executive director of the Coalition for Homelessness, said her organization has been hearing about more homeless encampment sweeps ahead of the international conference. With shelters seeing spaces already filling up or limited openings, she said it's really frustrating because the city is just displacing these groups of homeless people when they're moved around. I mean, it's... But yeah, but they, they don't want to live in houses. They're drug addicts who are living in a place where it's forever summer. Like, that. You don't. that's the problem in California, is it's never cold. Mm. It's never cold. I mean, it's Trees. November at the that moment. That shit's going to stink in <laughs> all hot weather. Of, all of, you're, you're right there. All of the photographs we've seen in preparing for this have been, it's the middle of November, and it's still beautiful and yeah, sunny, yeah, yeah. probably yeah. very warm. People going out yeah. in socks and sandals yeah, it'll and probably sleepless be about, shirts. Probably, I, bet, I bet if you looked it up, it's about 25 degrees, where in the summer it's about 33, 40, something like that. Basically paradise all year long. Yeah. long. So yeah, you don't need to be in the home. You so you can stay that. homeless and addicted to drugs all your life yeah. if you want to. And get typhoid fever on the streets. Instead, uh, advocacy groups were hoping for more temporary housing for the homeless during the conference. No, no, they're not going to do that. Once again, you are cattle to these people. You just need to be out of Xi Jinping's way so he doesn't see you or preferably doesn't smell you. It's literally a Potemkin <laughs> city. Shit. <laughs> it's, it's literally like Soviet where, you know, oh, we're bringing the Western journalists. We'll take them around a perfectly <clears throat> crafted little managed city. This is basically North Korea. Yeah. This is what they did to the Look at all the potatoes we definitely well, have. This is why, like, <laughs> you know, like Bernie Sanders <laughs> goes to the Soviet Union. It's like, no, this is amazing. Look at all these vegetables in the thing. So yeah, that's not what it's like. Yeah, Walter You're just a moron. Walter Durante's stage-managed tour of Soviet Russia. It, we, we broke a few eggs, but damn, that omelette's tasting great. Exactly, and that's exactly what's happening here. 
in, in 2022, 7,754 people experienced homelessness. Got to love the managerial language there. Yeah. Experience. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's also, um, it, it's also takes their agency away. Yes. Yeah, a homeless person is someone who took actions in order to become homeless. Someone who's experiencing homelessness is having it forced upon them. Mysterious and unknowable abstract forces yeah. have who put could have this on them. Who could, yeah, who could have known that this would happen? Yeah, act of God. About 43% or 3,357 were staying in shelters, according to city data. That's of last year, so that's still over 4,000 people in the streets. That's mad. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But it's going to be way higher than that. Oh, yeah, of course. These are the ones that they've managed to actually count. <laughs> yeah. In December, and it's it's once again, it is subsidized and supported by the courts and by the state itself. Because in December last year, a federal judge temporarily blocked the city from clearing certain homeless encampments without offering shelter. So unless you can give these people free housing, which is basically rewarding them for it, yep. then you can't do anything about the problem. But unless you've got communists visiting. There was also a problem here because in Norway they tried doing something very similar. But it just turns out that a lot of them just don't want to live in houses. And I'm like, you're in Norway. Why wouldn't you want to live in a bloody house? But they'll give them a house and they'll just trash it and then leave. And it's just like, okay, what can you do? I mean, it's classic incentives. What reason do I have when given a free house because I've made bad choices? What reason do I have to actually look after it? I, I think it might go further than that. I think it might just be a certain percentage of people who just don't care. Like they're, they're like mm. kind of mental. They're weird drug addicts. They're not going to just live in a house. We've seen the sort of people that walk the streets in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. They yeah. are mental. Yeah, and so it's like you can't just expect this person to live in a house because they're mental. They should be in an asylum. But anyway. But yeah, when it turns... Well, they are. <laughs> well, yeah, it's cool, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, not an open-air asylum, then. So, yeah, it turns out that when San Francisco and the Biden regime needs to roll out the red carpet for communists, then we can fix these problems. So why don't we do it all the time? If only you were as important as a communist. <laughs> then this would be for you too. <laughs>